the I Should Have Known podcast. We're a trivia podcast, but with a twist. Sure, we've got lots of fun facts and interesting nuggets about a topic, but we've made a game out of it. One of our hosts, Soup's Andy or Tanner, has become a 20-minute expert on a topic, and they will present us with four big facts about it. But one of those facts is total BS. So listen as our other hosts try to sniff out the lie and guess along with them. Will you figure it out, or will you be shaking your head saying, I should have known? And welcome to another episode of I Should Have Known Podcast. It's the season of love, and today Tanner is going to talk about heart shapes. Over to you, Tanner. All right. Today we're talking about heart shapes. So the symbol. Yeah. The I Heart NY logo. We're talking about that heart. Do you ever think about where it came from? I've heard a lot of ideas, yeah. but I've never heard like a definitive single answer. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about some of those ideas because there isn't a definitive single answer. Okay. It's in the OED, the Mm -hmm. Oxford English Dictionary. Mm -hmm. So the verb to heart something, meaning to love it. Yeah. That entered the OED after the symbol was used in the I Heart NY logo. Okay. Okay. So before that, people weren't saying I heart, meaning I love it. Mm -hmm. They weren't writing I love this and using the heart symbol. Right. Until like the 70s when they made this advertising campaign. Oh, weird. I guess I never thought about that. I've heard a lot of weird ideas of where it came from. So I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them RPG. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. A lot of these are going to mention sex at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a PG-13 episode. It's not vulgar. Okay. Okay. Just to clear out the air, this is still a very family-friendly podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So these are theories of where this shape came from. Okay. And I made one of them up. Okay. But, you know, enough research hasn't been done. Maybe in the future they find out that your fake theory is actually... (laughs) Very true. I'm really excited to hear what your... Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Fact number one. One theory says the heart shape came from a seed used for contraception. Okay. Is this that plant that the Romans drove to extinction? Yes. Okay. You heard of this? Yeah. I think it's so funny that this plant is kind of a botanical mystery, right? Where like we don't actually know what it was because the Romans straight up drove it to extinction. Yeah, it's definitely a mystery because the story goes that there was this plant in Roman times that came from North Africa that was an aphrodisiac and a contraceptive and a seasoning And they used it for these reasons so much that they drove it to extinction. And now we don't know what it was. We don't have any left. (laughs) As a marketer, my first thought just goes to if I were to make the ad for (laughs) selling this flower. Wow. An aphrodisiac contraceptive seasoning. It's truly the spice of life. Definitely. Personally, I'm pretty angry at the Romans because like, yeah, for sure. can you yeah. imagine how much longer we as a species could have had like reliable contraception if they yeah. didn't drive it to extinction? <laughs> what was the name of the plant? Silphium. Silphium, yes. You're saying that the seed looked like the heart shape? Yeah. So the plant was used for these different uses. Yeah. And the seed that it came from, it was in the shape of our heart symbol. And it was 
so important to this Greek colony in North Africa that they put it on their coins. And we've recovered some of those coins and they show a heart symbol. Oh, oh wow. Because this seed was so important to them economically. Wow. Okay. That sounds really believable. I mean, seeds are weird shaped. Yeah. Sure. But also in our idea of a heart, the point is down and there's two rounded parts on top and there's like a dent in the top. But the thing about this coin thing is that it's a round coin. So there's no reason that it had to be pointed down. They could have meant right. it pointed up. That's something that we take for granted. We're seeing it as the heart shape. Maybe they didn't mean it like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were just drawing this yeah. seed. Yeah. And what's up and down in a seed? Or on a coin. Okay. It's a very six or nine kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. PG. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. Wow. That's, that's very, very, very interesting. Or I made all that up and it doesn't look like a heart at all. Okay. But this thing existed. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of, yeah, silphium. It was related to, like, fennel? It's a relative of giant fennel. Fennel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Damn Romans. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Fact number two. Mm -hmm. So one theory says that the heart shape came from the ideal face shape in Victorian England. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So at the time, you were supposed to look noble. You weren't supposed to look all painted. So they wore like zinc on their face to make it white. They accentuated how wide their foreheads were, how pointed their chins were, and having high puffy cheekbones. Yeah. So these things show that you had money. So you could stay inside and be pale and have plump cheeks. And you had good genes. So you had a prominent chin and you had a high forehead. And so these things they associated with ideal beauty, love and sex and heart shape. Yeah, I feel like I've seen these depictions. And now I'm vaguely trying to think they somehow resemble the shape that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, in makeup consultations and things like this, heart shaped is a face shape. Right. We have oval shaped, square shaped, or whatever. And so I do know that, that heart shaped is a face shape, mm -hmm. but chicken or egg. Right. <laughs> right? Like, which came first here? The face that looks like a heart shape or the heart shape that looks like a face? Right. That is the question. Mm -hmm. That's tricky. Okay. Wow. Mm. That's such a weird... Like, it's very funny, like, with modern beauty standards to think, like, oh, yeah, a widow's peak and a big forehead is ideal. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I feel like this is a lot of, like, the really ugly British nobles who are, like, inbred really hard and were not attractive people trying to be like, yeah, we're attractive. Yeah. Why are they making beauty rules? I like, Come like on. yeah, really prominent chin, like, oh, like a Habsburg chin. <laughs> That's good genes. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you have too few grandparents. Okay. Wow. And I'm guessing like this, this kind of style, it was the contouring of their day. Yeah. Enhance my good parts, hide yeah. my bad parts. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Fact number three. One theory says the heart shape came from the fig leaf. Hmm. You mean like the leaf that they put on all the old statues and paintings? Yeah. After the Council of Trent, they basically like outlawed nudity in art. Yeah, they plastered fig leaves onto like these ancient statues over their junk because yeah. they found it so distasteful. Right, right. Yeah. They mm -hmm. basically defaced like 
ancient statues. Yeah. Because they were prudes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They went through all these statues and paintings and they added a fig leaf or clothes. Like in some of Michelangelo's paintings, all the naked people, they're wearing clothes just over their private parts. So it's... Some like hack painted over Michelangelo's painting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very, very interesting. All right. The history before that is even more interesting. So the reason, why would they use figs to cover the genitals? Mm -hmm. But the story goes that the sacred fig, it grows in South Asia. And it was used in like jewelry and symbolism in the Indus River civilization, like way, way back, thousands of years ago. Okay. And we still have some jewelry left over from their culture that was in the shape of a heart. And the thinking goes, since the plant is native to that area and it was used traditionally for medicinal uses, mm -hmm. including sexual disorders, they think that there was a connection there between the shape and love and sex and now the plant and the symbol are tied together. Okay. That thinking continued until the 1500s when they started putting Adam and Eve with fig leaves. Yeah. <laughs> They're not ashamed of their nakedness, but we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fig leaves. Okay. So again, a natural thing. Right. Okay. Kind of makes sense. It does kind of look like a heart. Yeah. All right. Fact number four. One theory says the heart shape came from poorly drawn anatomical human hearts. <laughs> this is very believable. So people always ask like, why does the heart look like that? Our hearts don't look yeah. like that. Human hearts. Yeah. I know like other animals, their hearts are more heart-shaped. Yeah. Yes. And humans are the only ones who use this shape. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Reptiles and amphibians, they have three-chambered hearts. Yeah. So they have two atria and one ventricle. That's very heart-shaped. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And Aristotle wrote, the heart has three cavities. The rounded end of the heart is at the top. The pointed end is very largely fleshy. So he was thinking of it as three chambers, mm -hmm, just like right. reptiles. And, oh, there's a rounded part and a pointed part. So in the 13th century, when people are trying to represent this in art, they tried to draw what Aristotle said it looked like. They were trying to draw our hearts, but it came out looking totally wrong. <laughs> uh, and this is related to how, like, it wasn't until the Renaissance that they started actually cutting people open to look at what their parts looked like. Right. Yeah. Most places, autopsies were not allowed, so you couldn't see a human heart. But they didn't, like, think we're way more like cows than lizards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Aristotle said we had three. I don't know. Aristotle. Yeah. That guy was wrong about a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but he was a genius of his time. Yeah, of his time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Tell, tell me something. During your time as a medical student, yeah. how many times did you come across the human heart? Uh, lots of them. I spent two weeks okay. in Greece at a cardiac surgery center. So I saw open okay. heart surgeries every day. Whoa. None of them okay. looked like this. Like this <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I wanted to for me. <laughs> So gross. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All right. But the moral of the story is that the human heart looks nothing like... Nothing like the symbol. We have four chambers. I guess like kind of though. I mean, it has a pointed end. Yeah. There is a point. But I also have another question. Like we're talking about these heart shapes and almost every theory of yours is connected, you know, to love, sex. How did heart come about to be associated with this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a pretty interesting idea. So yeah, back in the day around Aristotle and even before that, they thought that the heart was the organ where all of your passions and emotions came from. Right. 
So I think the thinking goes is that you feel things in your chest or your stomach, like a gut feeling or whatever. It's in your like thorax and <laughs> it's not in your brain. So we made that distinction. Okay. And then when you saw people's organs or you saw anything's organs, you saw, oh, if you take this part out, it dies. You know, that's not true for every organ. Right. And so it was like so vital. It came to be known as like where everything comes from. They thought that it made all the blood and like Egyptians thought it held the soul. So it was so important that eventually they made stories about it like Cupid. Right. His arrows were said to go to your heart. Okay. And so even in Greek times, this was the idea like you can make someone love you if you affect their heart. Wow. So it's like your most inner self. Right. The life spring. Yeah, right. And that's why it's like the sacred heart of Jesus is a huge thing in Christianity. It symbolizes like God's love for everyone. So like the heart has religiously and philosophically for a long, long time meant your most inner being. At least in Western culture. Yeah. Right, right. Very interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. It brings more clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> It's such an interesting shape because it's one of those things where it's so distinct. Like we clearly know what it means nowadays, but like, right. what is it? It's weird. Mm -hmm. But okay. Sure. But listen, tell it. Wow, I genuinely learned something new today. Um, <laughs> so, which, <laughs> which is really cool. Can you also remind us the four facts? All right. Fact number one. One theory says the heart shape came from a seed used for contraception. Fact number two. One theory says the heart shape came from the ideal face shape in Victorian England. Fact number three. One theory says the heart shape came from the fig leaf. And fact number four. One theory says the heart shape came from poorly drawn anatomical human hearts. Right. Okay. And one of those you made up. One is my theory. It's a Tanner Shrink original. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. I think the made up one is, I think it's number two. And I think if you had to invent a history and you knew this thing in makeup where people talk about a heart-shaped face, that is a thing people say nowadays, that would be a really good way of making up a lie because it's got a kernel of truth. That's the one I think that he made up. Uh-huh. Okay. For some reason, and there's no scientific reasoning, fact number four, yeah. I feel like that's that's the one that I might have made up. Yeah. Like, come on, let's give some credit to those people. That would have been my, my second choice. Okay, okay. I feel you, where it's kind of like, well, maybe we're just playing off our assumptions. You're right. That, right. Oh, we're so much okay. smarter, these idiots yeah. didn't know what heart <laughs> looked like. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I'm going to go with number four. Okay. And I'm going to say number two. All right. Keeping the idea in mind that none of these are 100% definitive, but they are well attested, the one I made up is number two. <laughs> you know me too well. The way of thinking is exactly what you said. Yeah. I was like, you can say a heart-shaped face. Where does that come from? I do always have right. a, uh, an unfair advantage every time. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> also, it fit the timeline. So our modern heart shape with the dent on top and the point on the bottom, it developed in the 15th century. And before that, the symbol of a heart, it had like an aorta. Uh -huh. Oh, like an apple? Yeah, kind of like an apple. 
or it didn't have a dent at all. It was kind of like an acorn. Right. A point on the bottom and then just round on top. Okay. Or it was specifically upside down. So the point on top and in the earliest forms of Valentine's, it was people holding this to their love. Okay. So it went through a couple different iterations to get to what we have today. But right around the time when we flipped it, so the pointed part was down, is the time when they started consistently having a dent on the top. And that's in the 15th century. That's when we got our heart shape. And it was really standardized as like, this is the shape. Yeah. Wow. Really cool. That wasn't a bad line. It seems very plausible, you know. I mean, the beauty stuff, that is true. They did use zinc. I just made up the face shape thing. (laughs) And Soups, you may have guessed wrong, but at least we can still make fun of the ancients for being total dummies. (laughs) (laughs) You're smarter than them. Yeah. You got one up on Aristotle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I should have known. Should have known. Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get extra fun facts and to let us know what you want to hear in future episodes. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can even let your friends know about your new favorite trivia podcast. You're welcome.